Once you compare yourself to another person and you say, wait a second, I'm better than him. I'm able to, to learn better than him. I'm able to do mitzvahs better than him. It's a guy. What are you comparing? You know what tools HaKadosh Baruch gave him? You're not, it's not a race between you and him. Wherever you get your podcasts from or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is the Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This week, Parshas Noyach, your real competition. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Noyach, I want to share with you a perspective about what Noach was all about from the eyes of the Ben Ishchai. The Ben Ishchai in the Drushim says the following vote. The first Pasuk, as we're, we are all familiar with, about Noyach, it says, Ella told us Noyach, Noyach ish tzadik tomi mayabdo Yosav. Noyach was a perfect tzadik. It doesn't just say the word tzadik. It says tzadik tomim. Tomim in Lashon HaKodesh means perfect. In modern Hebrew it means innocent. But in Lashon HaKodesh means a perfect tzadik. He was a perfect tzadik. Tzadik tomim hayabdo Yosav. Es elokim is salich noach. And noach walked with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The question that Ben Ishchai raises is, it's a bit of an extreme statement. What does it mean he was a perfect tzaddik? A tzaddik, a righteous person, I understand, but a perfect tzaddik? What does that mean? I want to add to the Ben Ishchai's question, if I may, and I want to say, we all know the famous argument, Machloikis, that actually brings down about Noyach. What is this redundancy of the words, he was a tzaddik, but in his generations. Why, obviously, he was in his generation. Why did the Pasuk have to say he was a righteous person in his generation? So we all know the Vachlikas that Ashi brings down, that yesh dorshim lignai, v'yesh dorshim l'shevach. Some say, yeah, only relative to his generation he was a tzaddik, but relative to Avon Avinu's generation over there, he wouldn't be a big tzaddik. And others say, what do you mean? Fakert, exactly the opposite. Even though, meaning despite the fact he was in a generation that was a wicked generation, still he was able to overcome the effect of the environment on him and become a big tzaddik. So the Ben Ishchai's question is even stronger. According to the Mandamao, to that opinion, that says that Noyach was only a tzaddik in his generation, but he wouldn't be such a big tzaddik if he lived in Avram Avinu's generation. So the question is even stronger. What do you mean he was a perfect tzaddik? It seems like he wasn't such a perfect tzaddik after all, because relative to Avram Avinu's generation, he, he wouldn't even be a tzaddik. So you're calling him here a perfect tzaddik? What does that mean? That's my addition to the question of the Ben Ishchai. The Ben Ishchai answers based on the Gemara in Megillah, Daf Kaf Tesamudalef. The Gemara over there says, Ko lo gaiva, a person who has gaiva, who has hardiness, is full of himself, that person is called a balmum, which means he has a blemish. Because of this bad trait of gaiva, of being full of himself. And he wants to say the following. Hare, we all know, if you think about it, a person that's a really be'etzim, and his essence is a tzaddik, he's a good person. He's a tzaddik, he has good midois, he, lo- he does everything properly. So where could be his, where could you find his real nisayun? His real nisayun, his real test is, how is he going to view himself? Is he going to say to himself, well, I'm better than others. 
Look at me. I'm, I'm the big tzaddik. I'm a righteous person. That's his big, biggest yetzahara. And if despite the fact that he has that yetzahara, because at the end of the day, he knows what it's all about. He knows that he's doing mitzvahs, he's getting close to Hashem, etc., etc. That could easily feed the yetzahara, give him ammunition, to tell the person, yeah, you're you're way more important than the other Yidens around you. You're more chashub. And despite the fact that that huge Yetzirah is up against Noyach, the Pasuk tells us, Zokt, the Ben Ishchai, that he was over to, able to overcome that. And hence, he was wholesome. Tami means wholesome, perfect. He was perfect in the sense that he overcame that Yetzirah that usually Tzadikim have, which is to fight off the trait of Gaiva. And that's why he's not, just like the Gemara Megillah says, that a person that does have this trait, and lost his Yetzirah, then he's Nechshav Balmum. He has a blemish. But a person that's perfect, that even in that, even a Tzadik, is able to overcome that, he's a perfect Tzadik. He doesn't have a Balmum. And that's the Taich. That's the meaning of the word that he was a perfect tzaddik. Perfect is coming to exclude that he doesn't have any trait of the midah of Gaiva. Continues the Ben Ishchai to say, and how was he able to fight off this Yetzel, the biggest Yetzel that usually tzaddikim have, which is the Yetzel of Gaiva, to be full of oneself because look at me, I'm a big tzaddik. So he says, that's the Hemshech of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Esa Elohim Hishalich Noach. His continuous feeling, Zokt the Ben Ishchai, was that he's still far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's always doing his best to continue to walk and get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the Lashon of Halicha. Halicha is to go. He's going towards something. He was focused. He had a goal. He's aiming to reach his goal, to get as close as he can to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And once that's your focus, Mimele, you're not... You don't have the feeling of Gaiva. All you're doing is being focused on continuing to get closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I want to elaborate on that Nekuda. There's a couple of points I want to raise. First of all, we see that when a person, from this drasha, we see that when a person is focused to get close to Hashem, he doesn't care about other people. He doesn't think, I'm better than Yenim, than the other Yid. It doesn't matter. He's totally focused in life is to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I think that's, that's, I think that's a good definition that my Rebbe once told me, between Gaiva, which is a very negative trait, as opposed to self-worth and self-confidence, which is very important to have. If one doesn't have that, it's very, it's close to impossible to be mashpia, to affect in a positive manner all the circles you're a part of, your family, your friends, your workplace, etc., etc., so what is the definition? Perhaps, based on what my Rebbe told me, and I think it makes a lot of sense to me as well. Once you compare yourself to another person, and you say, wait a second, I'm better than him, I'm able to do, to learn better than him, I'm able to do mitzvahs better than him, then it's, it's, a, it's a big problem. That's Gaiba. What are you comparing? You know what tools HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him? You're not up, it's not a race between you and him. You are able to say to yourself, however, wait a second, let's see where I'm holding compared to my potential. Am I maximizing my potential? And am I, am I continuously growing and trying to get closer to Kaddish Buhu? That's what life is all about. When you go in that path and that's your rationale and way of thinking, then you're in a good place. And if you do it in the right way and you just want to mimic a Kaddish Buhu, as we spoke a couple of weeks ago, 
then you're totally concentrating on just doing the best you can and getting close to Hakadosh Baruch It's okay to feel, look, what, look, looking back and seeing what you accomplished, and give yourself a pat on the back. You need that. That gives you also fuel to continue and progress and climb up that ladder of getting close to Hakadosh Baruch and trying to mimic Hakadosh Baruch ways, as we know Chazal tell us to do. You want to do the best you can, just like Hakadosh Baruch is all about giving. You want to tap into that as well and give. And if a person really does that, then those that did, they know that the gishmak, even in this world, is way better than anything else. When you just get, that's the horrible feeling. But when you give, then you tap into HaKadosh Buhu, you connect HaKadosh Buhu, you're being like HaKadosh Buhu. That's the Betzel Melokim we have. Another Nikud I want to elaborate on is this idea that a person has to always be on the move of going up. Because there's no such thing as just staying still. As we spoke about based on the Gra a couple of weeks ago, a person has to always move up. The second a person stops going up the ladder, he'll eventually go down. There's no such a thing as staying static. That's a Mephulish and Mishlei that we shared with you a couple of weeks ago. And that's, I think, what also you could see over here. He was, Noyach was totally focused and always getting closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch mimicking HaKadosh Baruch ways as much as he could. Mimele, when one goes in such a mahalach, then he's totally contrary on that. Mimele has an automatic ripple effect. He doesn't have, as a result, he doesn't have any sad to compare himself to someone else. Because all he's doing is totally being focused on working his way up again to closer to HaKadosh Baruch without looking left and right about Another person. It's only between you and yourself. And at the time, my Rebbe told me this idea. I asked him, but we know Chazal say, Kinat It sounds like there is a type of jealousy that's healthy. When you look at someone else, wow, look how much he's learning. Wow, I should be able to do that as well. Look. So the answer to that, my Rebbe told me, you're learning it incorrectly. To literally look at someone else and want to be like him, that's a major problem. Because you, how can you compare yourself to Nadir? Everyone has a different mission in life, a different tafkid. He got different tools from a Kaddish Bohu. What, what is a healthy comparison is, wow, I can see that my friend is maximizing his potential. I really want to do that as well. And that is a very positive way of thinking. Because you want to, you're just getting this idea from your friend, you're, you're jealous of your friend in a positive way that you see that he's really getting, maximizing his potential and you should do that as well. But to be jealous of his results, that's a major problem. The Chesab Soifel would tell you that's even gvuli. That's borderline to be called an apikoyres. Why? The Chesab Soifel says that we all know there's the Ten Commandments which seem to represent the basic ideas of Yiddishkeit. And yet, the Ksav Soifa asks, I don't understand, there's one thing in this, on the Ten Commandments, in Asil Sadibois, that doesn't really feel like it's such a basic idea, and that is Lotachmoid. Lotachmoid means you shouldn't want what your friend has. Not his wife, not his slave, etc., etc. And there's a Machloikis showing him what that means. Are you over the Isser just by wanting what your friend has, or even by going ahead and trying to take it from him. But it doesn't matter. Either way, how can that be the most fundamental concept in Yiddishkeit, the top ten? 
Especially according to those Rishonim that learn, it's enough for you just to want to have your friend's wife or slave. That's already gets you over the Isser. So what's wrong that? Asks Iksav Soifel. Iksav Soifel answers, because if you don't realize that whichever way HaKadosh Buhu orchestrated the world, the world, that you'll get your tools, your wife and your slave and your house to do your tafkid, your mission in life, if you don't come to that acknowledgement, then there's something radically wrong in your way of thinking. Your whole ashkafa is krum. Something's not right over here. You have to realize that a Kodesh Buhu orchestrated in a way that you'll have everything you need to be able to do your tafkid and your tikkun in this world. And it's the same idea. That's why jealousy is a horrible thing. It comes from comparing to other people. You can't be jealous of another person if you really have and you're in tune with this idea that HaKadosh Baruch created the world, everyone in a different way, and he has his tools to perform his mission in life. To continuing to continue to grow and get closer to HaKadosh Baruch and realize that the race is not between us and someone else, but it's rather between us and our potential. That we live a life that we aspire to get closer and closer to Hashem, just like a Kaddish Buch who's all about giving. He didn't need to create us, but he did it for us to be native. And if a person does that as well and aspires for that, he'll be more in tune to Kaddish Buch who will be connected to Hashem and he'll have even more Gishmak in this world, for sure in Oilam Abba, but even in this world, because the whole spiritual DNA of the world that Hashem created is in a way to be like Hashem. And we're Tzalem Elohim Imal, we're connected to HaKadosh Buchu in our Neshama, and we'll also be working on ourselves to get close to Hashem and mimic His Midois and totally focus on getting close to Hashem. Imele, the whole idea of Gaiva will literally evaporate and won't be Bichlal in our radar. And anything we'll do is we'll be concentrating on getting close to Hashem and being like HaKadosh Buchu as much as we can, which means to be native with our other fellow Jews. And through that, even in this world, we'll be zoichet to have more enjoyment. And whoever has reached such a goal knows that the feeling of giving is way more deeper and it's a way more ever longer, ever longing simcha. And a feeling of satiation as opposed to receiving. Yeratzona will continue to have this frame of mind going through life and always getting close to HaKadosh Buhu, Especially in our generation, as the Chafetz Chaim and other Gedolim said, that in our generation, every little step that we do to get close to HaKadosh Buhu is like a hundred steps a couple of years ago. Because it's getting harder and harder to, to fight the current, this Western culture, where the way the world is going. So every step we do, to fight that, get close to Kalish Buhu is worth a lot more than it was in previous in previous generations. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. And don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.